Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It's me, the douche. <laughs> and me, the bronze. You know, it's over here, dude. Camera's over here. Oh, and me, the bronze, dude. Kib is the strength of the relationship, and I'm, and I'm the douche of the relationship. And we have a very James, special guest today, and it's Leon right Wu. Here. My, my, Leon. One of my great friends, one of my mentors, Leon Elias Wu. Tell everybody who you are. Leon, hey. what's up? Hey, everyone. Um, gosh, uh, thanks again for inviting me to this podcast. Uh, big fa- fan of Sugar Pine 7. And I never thought I'd be able to, to have a chance to speak here. But um, my name's Leon Wu. Uh, I'm the founder of Sharp Suiting and Sharp House. Uh, Sharp yeah. Suiting is a company that I founded back in 2013. And we're very much inspired by uh, the LGBTQ, POC, and women communities uh, uh, strictly before through fashion was where we did our visual activism. But um, in the last year, I've been working on something very special uh, with both James and Clay. And we're launching as not just a fashion company, but also an entertainment company um, that's focusing on those uh, same communities and just a lot of cool stuff that we're about to talk about in the next hour. Yes, let's go. And we're, gonna, and we're gonna get to none of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about dragons. <laughs> so dragons are really important to me. Um, I've seen a dragon. James has actually seen a dragon. This is something that's usually not believable to most people, but um, James was born from two dragons uh, combined into one dragon, and then and that became James. And then that, that. yeah, and then that one dragon spontaneously reproduced right, into right, me. Right. Right. So yeah. me, it, me and the dragon get, are technically one and the roommates. same roommates. Yeah. We're technically roommates. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to get him out of here because he yeah. never does his He's dishes. Giving him an evictious notice evictious? many times. Evictious notice, dude. A vicious eviction notice. That's where we're going with this. That's exactly what those two words would equal <laughs> Thank to. Thank you, dude. Thank you, dude. Thank you, dude. Leon, it's so cool to have you on, man. I'm glad we got to get you out here, man. Tell us a little bit more about what's it like. What's what like? Should I use my mic? Be, yeah, if you, you could use yeah, your yeah, just mic. Use, please use your mic. Please Can use you your hear mic. me better yeah. now? Yeah, you sound great. Um, yeah, tell, us a, tell us a little bit more about, about the, the latest project that you guys did, or the latest video anyways that you guys shot, um, and, and then you know more about what it is you guys are accomplishing over there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, so like the, the latest project that James and I have been working, and yourself have been working on, it's called the Mixtape Capsule. And it's basically, um, yeah, I was a big fan of the 80s and 80s music growing up. Amen. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I totally wanted to um, basically take some of our favorites from the 80s and infuse like modern identities and and people from the community into that and mm-hmm. and just kind of remake these videos and and James was a big part of that uh, we've been work, working on it for about a year and it's gonna be uh, debuted and premiered on April twenty eighth True Colors Day True in Colors support Day, let's go yep yep in support of uh, Cindy Lopper's nonprofit organization True Colors United it's amazing that's so cool it's such that's a so pleasure cool. like. Not only working on this project for this past year and being able to like make awesome things and work with great people, but then have it actually benefit an amazing organization. You know, so mm-hmm. it's not just like, yeah, we made some cool music videos. It's like, no, we made these awesome music videos and worked with these awesome artists, and it's directly benefiting True Colors, which is fighting against uh, or fighting to help youth homelessness and youth homelessness in the LGBTQ mm-hmm. communities mm-hmm. around the world, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome because like. 
I forget the exact stat, but youth homelessness in, in that community is like 120% higher than any other community, which is fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally fucked. Um, and, you know, just due to pandemic in general, we're seeing that homelessness is going to be a problem over the next five years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of our uh, passion project. It's carried a lot of the artists and the crew and, you know, producers like yourself who worked on it over the last year um, has been like uh, kind of for me like an emotional mainstay, right? Yeah. Um, mm. Just to carry me through the pandemic. And now what we get to do is use that uh, work that we've worked on together to, to uh, for a good cause. So 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you just from my like perspective, I don't know what I would have done this past year without this this project you know it's been it's been definitely like my main focus as far as creativity and any sort of like outlet to express creativity and that's something that like I need in my life and I I struggle sometimes kind of conceiving something on my own you know and just like starting from nothing and totally making a project so being able to work on this with you and like everybody else involved it helped like it definitely helped me out of a huge creative funk that I was in in 2019. I think it probably also helped you not get into an even more intense yeah. one too. It gave you like a path. You know exactly. What I mean? Like it gave you a road to stay on and like even w- having a path, this whole thing is is hard and, and you know, we've talked about it a million times like from our first world problems that we, we experienced through yeah. it. But like having something to focus your, your passion and your creativity on and work ethic on you know, all feels good. Even going to a shitty job that you don't like, which this is not that, but you know what I mean? Yeah, this is going just, to a shitty this job is just my shitty barista job, man, you know? <laughs> no, no. I mean, as far as like <laughs> no, work totally. ethic goes, like you go to Something a job, your job busy. every day, like if, in, it, yeah, you come just, back feeling rewarded, like, you know, you still feel like you accomplished something, yeah. even if you didn't like it, which this is so much more than that. But like, it's so, it just, it's so important it, yeah. in, in whatever field you're in, whatever, like you said, like, even if it's a job that like, isn't your career or isn't your dream job, yeah. but it's still something to stay busy, Have keep something. your mind stimulated. Yeah. And that even that amount of momentum is so beneficial because like, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. all of 2019, like I worked on a couple things here and there, but for the most part, I was just like, so like lost. And I was like, mm-hmm. soul searching. And you but, feel hopeless. Yeah. You you're know? just like, like what's, what's going to happen? You still Nothing's have like that happen. optimism that like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, achieve yeah, yeah. these things, but I'm not actively taking any steps to like move Mm -hmm. in that direction. You know, I'm not planting any seeds that are going to grow. And that's Leon and I, and some of the rest of the team, um, with the mixtape capsule had a great call the other day. And, and I really liked Leon, how you like started that meeting with, you know, everybody say something you're grateful for and say something, Mm -hmm. you know, one of your expectations or hopes for this, this campaign. I think that's like an amazing way to lead a meeting and that you're such a project manager. (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much um you know it's funny because the meeting before um the friday before where everybody was on and and you and lauren were there too i think i went straight into like the planning yeah and then (laughs) at the end we ran over a little bit and i'm like okay so have a great weekend everyone and then you said yeah happy friday everyone after (laughs) yeah because i just like i just had forgotten because days like blend together for me yeah. 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 So that was like I, I thought about it for a minute after that like very intense meeting, and I'm like, hey, we just gotta calm down here a yeah. little bit. I know we're all excited about launch and stuff, but um, so much of what we do, like you know, as our passion project, it's about like enjoying the ride and yeah. and you know not just um, 
you know, finishing it. Yeah, or exactly. Or making deadlines. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, you got to enjoy each part of the process, like the the before, the excitement before, the actual doing of it, the finishing of it, and then you get to also enjoy putting it out and, and that validation that you get from all your, your hard work. The too, validation, you know? the relief of like being finished yeah. and just being able to chill for a little while. I know I'm going to be, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to Hawaii for three weeks in May. Yeah. So like that's going to be my time to just James and I are going to Hawaii together. Yeah, just totally. me and <laughs> just us. That'd be sick, yeah. dude. That actually be dope. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be so fucking sick, dude. Just a little I think we should getaway. Do that well, why don't you come? Dude. You and me, just come to Hawaii. When is when is it? In May. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, why? I don't know. If why I'm don't you know? That. I don't know. Hey, man, why don't you the know? Whole, <laughs> they don't like me in Hawaii oh, for a lot of reasons. Really? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I defecated too many times in and around their, their you know, their whole domicile. I just, I did what I had to do. So they didn't. They don't like you because you went to the bathroom too many times on the island, right? On the island, but that was exactly why. Because you can't poop like on the street or oh. in a bar. You can't do that there. I, well, gu- I guess you know what I mean. It's, I'm uh, sorry. I thought this was America, land right. of the free, home of the free, <laughs> home of Morgan Free. Then, <laughs> so <laughs> well, you can't do that anywhere, man. And we're gonna move on. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, this whole project. We'll get into it as we go, but what we do here at Beyond the Pine is we, I wouldn't say we are a structured podcast. I wouldn't say that we're a focused podcast. I wouldn't even yeah. say that we're a podcast. We're um, more of like a TV show. We're more of like a late night talk show, you know, yeah. Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, late night with Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. We're like when, when porn but would come on in the middle the of the night on a station that your parents didn't know was going to happen. Right. Like, what, the heck? what is this? Mm-hmm. Or like when you're that flipping. You end up, and then so you just watch it. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking like, came or, on. Came, or maybe came it's on an, TBS, ad, dude. an ad before the porn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah we're, we're the ad before <laughs> porn, dude. We're that the, is exactly what we are. We are the equivalent of the infomercials for Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. That would come on. Are you sick and tired of being a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's, dude, just the most, like, misogynistic, like, <laughs> take your fucking clothes off. Jesus. Those commercials, I mean, look, every every young, I was going to say young boy, I even think young child in, in every department would watch sure. those being curious, you know, the Girls Gone yeah. Wild commercials because it'd be two in the morning. You're just buzzing because yeah. you're up late and you know, you're know you not supposed to be. Too many Skittles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're flipping through stations. <laughs> Give me something good. Give me something good. And, and then you're like, whoa. <laughs> I didn't even know they still had those. Well, not still. I don't know if they still I mean, do I'm talking it, about yeah. when we were eight, nine I mean, even when I was like yeah. maybe 13, 14, 15, I remember 25. by then, by then knowing exactly what time yeah. and what station and having your alarm to turn set. on in the middle of the night. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But it was like discovering a pot of gold. Mm-hmm. You, 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 the first time you saw it, here's the other thing. Now we're going to take a, a turn here. My first experience with that genre of film was with VHS tapes that we got by accident because I grew up poor right. and my family would, there was like a, at the dump where you brought your trash, they had this like little thing where you could go in and you could just take shit. And my brother would just take a big fucking like uh, cardboard box full of VHS movies. Because just see what was in there. Have TV. Just see what was yeah. in there. Bring the whole thing back. Watch fucking a couple movies gone with the wind. Yeah. Shit like that. And then, you know, 
Busty Babes, de- de- XXX Tentacion <laughs> eats his ass on like, you know what I mean? On like, live TV. Those slipped in there. They right. slipped in there. And I think it's important, Leon, that you know, you know, how I, how I got involved. No, no, it's, it's funny because me and my brother, we would get these VHS t- tapes or mystery tapes from a friend of his and, and yeah. we wouldn't know what, what was on them. And, right. you know, you just, the, the way that VHS works is you kind of dub or record over. So we would think we're watching something like Sis- Sesame Street and then all of a sudden- It would know, just, just cut. Oh my cut God. into like, you know, porn or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's so funny. That's so funny. Dude. You that's got so yours funny. from a guy. Kib got his from the dump. It was the same, oh. it was the same guy who, who ran the dump. What are we going to do now? <laughs> and, then, and then fucking- yeah. Two seconds later. Yeah, but then there's one time that like all of a sudden, you know, the screen started to change and we thought it was gonna be more porn. And then it went into faces of death, and that was oh, Jesus still Christ. Very traumatizing for me. Yeah, still I still did what I had to do, but oh. I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So this is I a, don't know if you guys even know about that, but it's the no, worst thing of, ever. Faces of death. Yeah, it's I it's feel the like I've heard of thing that. Ever. What is that? Is that yeah. a really famous like controversial Thing. film, it is like uh, footage of people like actually dying. Okay, I'm not gonna Google that. I began to Google yeah. it, and now I know what no, it is. No, you I don't, don't want do that. Yeah. You don't want your cookies to remember that. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Speaking yeah. of uh, remembering, remembering cookies and eating cookies and shit, man. Uh, we were talking briefly about the dark web before this, right? And 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 how intense that whole world is. And I was like, actually, I've been on the dark web. And before you think it's weird, I, it was actually me and my dad were just we talk about everything, and we're so curious about the internet. We're talking about the dark web, and we're like, you actually can go on the dark web. Started looking it up and found the dark web versus the deep web, and how the dark web is just you get a browser called Tor browser, and then you can go to the the websites on the dark web, which are called dark dot, dot onions or something. Mm-hmm. So I've been on there. We were like, what is this? Like, let's, let's investigate. And we go on there. And within two minutes, you go on and the homepage takes you to uh, 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 basically a compilation, or not compilation, but a list of yeah. all the websites that are there. And it's like guns and every other thing you can imagine links with the names. And we're just like, and delete. Yeah. Delete tour forever. <laughs> so that's just like the homepage? That's like it, your, it's the not, directory? I, it's one of them. It, I, from what I remember, I don't really remember it, but it was, it's like... It, it might as well be like you open it up and then I think immediately it advertises like something wiki. It's like, and I don't know why wiki's the thing, but the wiki thing was where it had all the, the websites that you could go to. Yeah. And we did our research beforehand. So we knew we wouldn't fucking accidentally click some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was like, what is this? And, and, and how real is, is the ability? Could I go on and buy drugs and guns and bullshit? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess you can, but you got to imagine that in 2021, the fucking FBI or whatever, there's no way they can't track that anymore. Oh, dude, they 100%. used to not be able to, but there's easily. no way they can't easily. Track it's that. all a game, dude, because like they know like all the law enforcement agencies and stuff, the big ones like NSA, FBI, CIA, mm-hmm. and shit. Dude, they know everything that's going on, but they're strategic yeah. with what they act on. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're not. If there's this huge operation, they're gonna be tracking yeah. it and observing it for years gathering oh, for sure. all that intel and everything before they and anytime you pounce. go to do anything you're pinging the government yeah. like if even if i imagine if even if you do download the tor browser they're like okay this fucking freak's going on the going on the dark web we know that for sure let's What's tap his do? computer let's now see what he's doing let's it. remotely view his desktop just watching him through the fucking <laughs> camera but so i just remembered something too about the dark web i think the dark web is stuff that is on the same 
the internet, the mm -hmm. internet database. And it's just stuff that you can't access with normal browsers. And then the dark web is beyond that in a the deep server. Web. Maybe, it, maybe, or yes, or the deep web is its own server or it's something that, I don't know how that shit works, but I, yeah. I know that there's a, a great difference between the two. That's something I would never, I'm, I'm not interested in looking at. The deep or the dark? The deep for sure. The dark, probably. The dark, yeah. Like, you know, but when you're like, when you're younger and you're, you know, you're just fascinated about like, what, what is this? And can you get in trouble from even just going on oh, yeah. it at all? But now it's like, watch a YouTube video. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? There's a ton of them. That talk watch about a everything. documentary of someone cruising. I'm sure there's a million YouTube videos oh, yeah. of someone like cru watched, cruising the dark I've watched half a million web. of them. Yeah, all of them. I watched exactly. one. Actually, it was really interesting. It was about the Silk Road, which is like the... I the, think I've seen the, that. It was like a long, like hour long, like documentary on that on actually might have been what i watched with my dad that got us curious about it because it was like they just were telling you what it was right the dark web the, and like, no this this video like went in in depth specifically about the silk road the silk road and the guy I who, did see that. who like created it um and mm -hmm. he was like some young dude he, he like when he eventually got arrested um for putting a hit out on someone he oh yes yeah, i did see that it's yeah. so interesting he was like i think maybe like 25 or 26 like really yeah. young, like this guy created it when he was like a, a late teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, now. I'm yeah, you're 26 now. I'm 26 now. It's my birthday today. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, so, Kib. It's my birthday today. Sorry to interrupt Happy you. Happy birthday. Just a moment. Thanks, <laughs> James forgot my birthday, everybody. I was like, so what would you like from the dark web for, for your birthday? Okay, I want some exotic <laughs> animal that shouldn't exist. Okay, I think. like a hybrid. I want to cross between like yeah, like a pony lizard hybrid. Okay, okay, you want us to surprise you with, um, or do you have a preference? Of yeah, it doesn't even have to be alive. You could just cut a horse in half, sew the back end of a, a lizard to it, something like that. <laughs> Stuff it. Goes from. I'll the, put it up and say, dude, this, this thing this existed thick to this thick. Just, <laughs> just this massive open fucking severed oh. horseback. Absolutely. That reminds me of that movie with uh, the cell where they did like the intersections of the horse. Do you guys remember that movie? The, the cell. cell. The cell. Is that the one with J Lo? Yeah, yeah. I think I watched that movie once, a long time ago. Um, but I remember it mm -hmm. being like really fucking creepy and horrific, and graphic. Very horrific and graphic. Yeah, a lot of visual image imagery. Yeah. Have you guys seen <laughs> The Fly? The Fly? Yes, I just rewatched. Have you guys seen it again? I haven't seen quarantine? it recently. No, I Not saw it a long quarantine. time ago. No. Me too. Oh, but God. David Cronenberg, it's... he's he's master. Master yeah. of body memory horror. of watching it. I remember watching it, and and it still felt super old when I watched it fucking seven years ago or something. But I, when I finished that movie, I was like, they don't make movies like this. No, anymore. they don't. Like no, they I don't. was so enthralled, and it was so original and interesting, and the script was good, and the acting was good. It was just like yeah. everything was fabulous, and I was like, I can't even think of another movie that has been made in my lifetime that is good like this. It's that eighties practical could, effects but. that were like, yeah out of this world. Like I love practical effects. It's just to me James like love I effects. love practical effects. That's he the James definition of like effects. movie magic in my opinion. Like growing up all the yeah. movies that I loved were all like 80s movies, you know? Like 80s like Terminator, The Thing, um fucking Blue's Clues. Blues Clues. <laughs> and they have great practical effects in Blue's Clues. Yeah. Um but yeah, all those yeah, practical we, we, effects were like the things obviously like watching now, you're like okay, that's easily like a creative Corn thing. Corn and carrots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> carrots for fingers. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just love it. Like the scene in, you know, 
like all the ter- in the original Terminator, like the scene when Arnold's like looking in the mirror and he's like cutting out his eye, and then it, oh. it cuts to the shot of him, and it's clearly just like like an <laughs> animatronic, like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I love that shit, dude. That's just like that, yeah, that's it movies. was like intentional, and it was it was like. It was its own thing. It yeah. was like, this is exactly what we want you to feel and see. Mm-hmm. Dude, and when I was growing up, man, that's what I wanted, dude. I wanted my parents not to tell me, don't worry, this isn't real. I wanted them to go, well, technically, this is real. You know what I mean? That blood that you're seeing right there, it's not CGI. It's, it's not real. technically fake. It's just yeah. not what you think it is. Honestly, I CGI blood? Like, Fuck CGI blood. Yeah, don't dude, use CGI blood. <laughs> That's what is it with with CGIing things, including blood, that they don't render it in the correct for, uh, frame rate or something? It always ends up looking like it moves faster, yeah. or there's more frames yeah. in the rendered out blood just, than there is in in the way. Like you gotta you gotta animate it and render it out in the same frame it rate all, that it was it shot and is, rendered is in the, the way the actual, it's colored and everything. It just stands out. Like yeah, I don't think I've ever like seen CGI blood that I'm like not like aware of i i like i see it like whether yeah. it's like a like a spray or like a splat on something i'm just like you couldn't just like squirt a little bit of blood yeah. like come on yeah a couple ketchup packets come from on. mcdonald's man step on it yeah you, you know just fucking I mean? <laughs> come on someone right below frame can we guys get where's the ketchup guy get the ketchup guy here hey. he's just in like a, a big ketchup costume <laughs> It's a sponsor, <laughs> just a set sponsor. Just ketchup, <laughs> yeah. just generic ketchup. Yeah, dude, I love The Fly. It was such a good movie, and, and I, I definitely want to rewatch it. It's I want to rewatch way it too. too long. Yeah, that movie and, watch and the thing, especially like the things. Um, the thing I think is one of the greatest movies of all time. We, you both have seen. It, the it's thing, really right? good. Yeah, I saw. I, I don't know if it's one of the greatest movies of all time, but it's it's re- a it's rewatch, Leon. That's a bold statement. Definitely one of the greatest horrors of all time. I'll have to rewatch bold. it. Still bold, but it's very good. You know, there's a lot of really great newer ones like The Witch, The Lighthouse. Like, there's a lot of new mm. ones where you're like, "Oh, my fucking ass is on fire." What? Dude. What's your that movie was like? <laughs> what's your you top know? five horrors? And I feel like we've talked about this, but this can change. And Leon, I want to hear yours too, because Leon, you and I talk about horror all the time, and we want to make a horror yeah. movie eventually. Oh. We will. We definitely cast will. Me, cast All me. Cast me. I love being horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, dude. That's a big maybe. Dude, I will do so well. You don't even know it. It won't be like the woods, dude. We'll fucking... I'll take classes, man. It'll be, it'll dude, be awesome. Dude, the woods. I know we can do this. I know we can do this. Um, my top five, man, in no particular order, yeah. you know, the, um, the woods, for sure, was probably my number one. Um, in no particular witch, order, the woods, number one. <laughs> the, what's number one by far? The the witch, the lighthouse. Um, I'm forgetting a lot. I have no memory. Do you know the ones I love, James? What dreams may come. <laughs> what dreams may come with, with Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. <laughs> I, I just know you love that movie. It's really touching, man. Um, those are two huge ones. I'm forgetting every single one. There's um, there's some that I'd have to rewatch that I, like are in my memory as yeah. like these are some of my favorites that I don't remember anymore. Like, is it Sixty Days of Night or something like that? Thirty Days of Night, the vampire. Thirty one? Days of Night. There was one the of vampire those that one I actually that's in, fucked um, with. Where they're time. in Alaska. No, this one they're in like the desert. Oh, from dusk till dawn. From dusk till dawn. With is oh, that George Clooney one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Okay. I love that okay, movie. Good. Dude, so, Quentin Tarantino wrote yeah. that. Oh, yep. amazing. And then cool. Robert Rodriguez directed it. They're like a great team oh. when they work together. Because it like Robert yeah. Rodriguez has like that. Robert Rodriguez is fantastic. Dude, he's man. so sick. And he also directed Spy Kids. 
which is sick. I he's dope, that. dude. I just he, watched. That I recently. love his like ground, ha- ground, grind, grindhouse, 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 like really gritty mm. like style. Like me too. Um, I actually watched a bunch of like interviews and BTS stuff of his first film before. Um, I think it's El Mariachi was the first one with An- Antonio Banderas, El Mariachi. where he's oh, like the hitman, but he's also in, in the Mari- Mariachi band. Um, which then mm-hmm. they did like. Once upon a time in Mexico, and then yeah, doesn't he carry around a gun in like in a, in a guitar case? In yeah, 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 yeah. That, that movie's so fucking sick. awesome. Super yeah. gritty, like crime, like indie amateur kind of feel, but like so cool. Um, yeah. Okay, so those are three that you like. What about you, Leon? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah Leon. Let me think. What you t- you give us some ears? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I definitely like The Witch too. That's a, a fairly modern one that that's really good because it's all psychological. Um, so good. I do love. You know, James and I are big fans of um, uh, the director for Hereditary and uh, oh. Midsummer, mm-hmm. right? Ari Aster. Yeah. Um, and he's working on his next film right now. Ari Aster, yes, dude. Yes, he is. Yeah. With Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, I'm yeah. pretty sure, is the lead. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. I know, I it's about like... It's going to be off the hook. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about um, a businessman, like or like a tech businessman something. I, I don't remember exactly, but it, it's like... It seems like it's... Uh, it's a different kind of realm, you know, because yeah. Hereditary and Midsummer are both like, for the most part, like family focused kind of horror psychological thrillers. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm interested to see him kind of like go in a different direction, but still, I mean, it's going to be trippy and, and crazy. Jennifer's Body. <laughs> Dude, Jennifer's, Jennifer's body. body. Never heard of it. Really? I'm going to have to put that on my list. With, no, uh, it's not good. No, it's, it's, it's entertaining. Not bad. It's entertaining. It's actually not bad, yeah. but no, With, it's uh, not. With Megan Fox. Megan Fox, dude. Yeah, okay, then I definitely have to room. watch. Yeah, of course. Everyone did. Um, of course. Everyone did. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, like, I, I broke the, up with <laughs> her, though. <laughs> and now she's dating MGK. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets my sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Dude, tweet that out. MGK gets my sloppy seconds with Megan Fox. <laughs> you should do it, dude. I'm not going to do it. Why no, would I do it? No, I'm not going to do it. Leon, you should do it. <laughs> um, what else? So, so without just saying, you know, I, I, want, I, I love the directors and I want to hear about the directors, but give us like the movies, the, the top five, mm. the movies. And if top five is too hard, we can just talk about top the three, ones that come. A couple. Yeah, the ones yeah. that like come straight to your head because I know I have like the ones that I first think of but then there are other ones that are maybe more modern that I really love but I'm a big, I'm a big fan of like classic like 80s and 70s yeah. horror and stuff what about Texas Chainsaw that's a oh, good one that the original done dude it. I haven't seen that oh, I saw all the new them, one it was dog shit that's that's my only memory of it the new one it's like it's called something else is it the, the yeah. newest newest one yeah, yeah the shitty it's, one it's called like, like five years it's ago it's called like just Texas Chainsaw or something. Yeah, or it's yeah, called yeah, like yeah. just Chainsaw. <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> they ran out of things to call it. <laughs> Ch- chainsaw Blood Day. <laughs> um, no, but the good ones, the the original seventies and the eighties ones, yeah. those are great. Um, mm-hmm. They all end with him twirling around Dude, with the yeah. chainsaw. But in the seventies, he's got seventies hairstyle. Mm-hmm. In the eighties cool. ones, he's got like you know some Jerry curls or something. So because they have to yeah. make the the hairstyles on point. <laughs> You have to be able to pinpoint the decade based on the hairstyle (laughs) of everyone. By the hair and the pants. Yes. That's it. Yes, because 70s, the pants were very loose at the bottom. 80s, they were very tight around the buttocks. 
Yes, big butts. Mm-hmm. Thick jean material in the 80s. Very thick yeah. jeans. Inch thick. Inch, inch thick, jeans. thick jeans. Very hard to move around in, but they're very tight. You cannot breathe in those. <laughs> um, yeah, so what you yeah. got for us, Leon? What are you thinking? Oh, jeez. What else? Have you guys seen Black Coat's Daughter? That, no. That's a little bit psychological, too. That, that one is available on Netflix, I think, still. Um, uh, but definitely check that one out. Um and gosh, there's so many. The thing about mm-hmm. horror films is that they're always good, even if they're bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I agree. Like, I'm thinking like Shutter Island, and I watched it recently, well, but I'm like, Shutter Island's great. Oh, that might be up there for me, top 10 at least. Oh, Shutter know? Island is fantastic. That's Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's an amazing wow. film. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's so funny. What about um, uh, there's uh, Wrong Turn? Have you guys seen yeah. that too? Sounds familiar. Wrong Turn. It's like, Dude, when you yeah, guys were all those about the like, woods earlier. Yeah, all those like mid two thousands like inbred cannibal horror movies. That oh, was, like, a trend. I love inbred cannibal horror. Wrong movies. turn. Wait, what's that one? <laughs> the hills have eyes. The hills have eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, do the hills have eyes? One of my favorites. Well, the hills have eyes. A remake from really? that's actually Wes Craven. Yeah, yeah. The original ones were, mm. or at least the first original one was Wes Craven, the fucking master. Wes Craven, Dude, John Carpenter, David Cronenberg, um, George Romero. Those are like the horror icons. George Washington. George yeah. Washington, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. He's a huge horror. <laughs> Morpheus. Oh, <laughs> Morpheus, Malfoy. Fucking all Just them. saying names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love them. Oh, they're great. Cool. Well, I guess. Yeah, dude, The Hills Have Eyes fucked me up, man. I remember yeah. watching that and being like, damn, dude, I'm going to get eaten by a fucking inbred hillbilly someday. That movie, yeah. And that was like, too. I'm sorry if I get like way too into like filmy stuff, but I just know so much about like film. Ugh. You're so heady, bro. Um, yeah, tell me. So <laughs> the remake, the 2005 remake of Hills Have Eyes was directed by, I forget his name, but a French director. And at that same time, there was this new wave of horror in French. French! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> called Do you the, have any French the, sauce? The French new wave of horror, which was like martyrs, frontiers, like all these super, super graphic, like mm. very psychological, but like just very gritty and graphic. Um, yeah. But also like thematically kind of intelligent like right. horror movies like martyrs which you think of as i don't know if you guys have heard of martyrs but it's like you think of it as just like one of the most graphic controversial films but the mm. subject matter i think bone tomahawk with that yeah bone tomahawk's crazy fuck <laughs> dude fuck that movie it's man. like don't watch bone tomahawk yeah. you know i like that director a lot though but anyways before i just start talking about everything um so that direct that, that French director who was part of that French new wave of horror directed the Hills Have Eyes remake, which is an American film. And you can see a lot of that, like inspiration of that film movement in that movie. Cause it's very graphic, mm. but it's still very like, it's well shot. It's great cinematography. It's like well paced. It's, it's a good movie for being just like a horror movie remake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Hey players, I just wanted to give a huge shout out and big thanks to our sponsor of today's episode, DoorDash. You want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone's craving Froyo. There's something for everyone on DoorDash. Just the other night, your boy was craving some Panda Express, as I do pretty much at least once a week, sometimes more, never less than one time. Um, So I ordered that on DoorDash, and it was extremely easy and my order came 100% correct, which I love. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants that you love right now and right to your door. 
you can get the grocery essentials you need with DoorDash too. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. Ordering is super easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, and now Australia, you can support your neighborhood, go-tos, or shoots from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code PINE2021. And for you Australian listeners, the code is PINEAUS. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code PINE2021 and PINEAUS in Australia. Don't forget that's code PINE2021 and PINEAUS in Australia for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Thank you so much, DoorDash, for sponsoring this episode, and back to the show. That's interesting. There's there's another French film that I'm trying to remember, and I just looked it up right now. It's called High Tension. Oh, also exactly. Also a French horror mm-hmm. film. That's part of that movement, so too. crazy. Tension. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's about that psychotic truck driver, and mm-hmm. there's, like, one part where... He's like watching from the distance in his truck. It's so gross. We know that scene. Well, you and I know that scene. Should I even mention it? Sure. Should I mention it or no? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's awful. I can paint a picture Um, of it for you. Oh, God. He had a severed head. He had a severed head, and he was making the head, um, the severed head, uh, give head Mm -hmm. to him while he was watching. He was getting severed head. (laughs) (laughs) He was getting severed head, dude. (laughs) Yeah, which is just disgusting. like I such wish. a disturbing, is such disturbing imagery. But that's like that's what that whole movement is about. Just like that very mm. like like yeah, he's in his he's in the truck and you don't see him really, um, and he's watching from afar. And then but there's like some movement in the truck, and then there's like a shot of the ground right next to it, and he just tosses the head out, and the mouth is open, and then he just drives away. That's when the, that's when they fucking like nailed shock value. Yeah. Yeah. Like now shock value is this totally different thing. But back then totally. it was watching a dark movie and it not being an expected thing to happen. And then it's just so, yeah. so far beyond what you could have ever imagined yeah, it would you. happen. That's the correct shock value. You shouldn't, it shouldn't just be like in your face to be in your face. and like, oh, they said the N word and now he's, he's doing her. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, <laughs> it's gotta be like this totally like. I don't know. They just killed it like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like for sure, because it became che- it became it's all just it's, cheap. It started now. exactly. It started as like something that was pure and like exciting and new and artistic because yeah. it it didn't overpower like the story or the direction at all. Um, right. It was an added thing to help like amplify it um, and, and to give context to just how fucked up the the people are involved exactly. in whatever scene that. Yeah. Is. And then like, it became popular. It, so then they fucking. Yeah started pounding that shit everywhere and then we got all yeah. the saw remakes and all the fucking hostile remakes yeah like shit. exactly saw and i saw's a guilty pleasure for me because saw it was one like a scary thing to watch saw mm-hmm. one is like textbook how to make a low budget horror movie in my opinion because yeah. it's contained the story's simple but very like compelling um and the, it's not even that gory the first saw movie is not that gory it's very it's more focused on the story which is so good and the ending Fucking and I think they is insane, and they, then they just like they nailed shock value there too because it was also kind of the first of its kind with that whole like fucking torture porn 
style mm. of, of horror. And, and that was great. And I mean, maybe it wasn't actually the first of its kind, but first that was popularized in my world yeah. of, of seeing something like that. And it was like, again, same thing. You're like, oh my God, this whole movie is shock value. But it yeah. worked. And then, you know, four or five fucking saws later, you're like, well, we know what's going to happen. They're going to be cutting their fucking face off for the whole film. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So they're going to the... be fucking stuck with needles and injected with acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was bullshit. just a matter of like, how are they going to torture these people in this yeah, film? Yeah, exactly. This time? That's, it, you know? it started out as like the story, and then it, it became like, okay, well, what traps are they going to do this time? Because yeah. we've already seen Which it all. Which in, its, in itself was still kind of cool. I don't know about five, six of them, but like three would have been dope. Yeah. Three end it after three. A trilogy of Saw would have been, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which one was it where um, he made the, the people compete with each other and there's like this businesswoman and there's like mm. this other person? Oh, right, right, right. That could be any of them. <laughs> that could honestly be any of them. That could be four, five, six, or seven. Because I think that they, okay. maybe like four was the first time they did that. I'm not even, I don't even remember. And then it, it yeah. became like the thing from then moving it forward. Became it became a like model. A group of yeah. people, or, yeah. of six people or something, and they're like going through each test, and then you know that it's going to eventually only be one. And it's like. Dude, the most memorable scene from Saw for me is the kitchen knives uh, where the guy has to push his face through yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, God. The most memorable <laughs> fucked me up. I think I have a, contributed to a phobia yes. of straight razor cuts You do have a phobia. That I will pass out yeah. and get to drop fucking dead, dude. Sorry to interrupt you there. It's just that fucking... I had to get no, I, I was going to pass no, out. Uh, <laughs> I had to get that out. Whoa. All of them are so bad. Yeah, I don't know if I could watch those again. Uh, yeah. That and uh, what was the other one? The Hostel, yeah. right? Yeah, I was going to mention that earlier. Yeah, great film. Same thing. Is Yeah, the first Hostel, I think, is is misremembered by a lot of people. Right. It's, I agree. It's, yeah. it's like the torture stuff doesn't even start till like halfway through. And it's like a commentary yeah. and almost a satire on like arrogant American tourists who think that because they're American, you know, this like gusto that American like patriotism is and stuff like that. You just think you're like, you're untouchable and, and yeah. you go, and even it's like, I'm pretty sure it's even like a commentary on like imperialism and, and stuff uh, too, because uh -huh. like going to these different it countries is, yeah. and just like not, you know, uh, appreciating or respecting the cultures of where you're going, but going there and kind of like warping it to your image and what you want out of it and stuff like that. And that's what that mm -hmm. movie is. And like the, the, the main characters, like that group of friends who are the tourists, they're like assholes. <laughs> they're like douchebags. Yeah. 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 And then they fucking yeah. get what's coming to them in a way. Like that's what the yeah, whole Yeah, the Americans were worth the most, right? Like Yeah, uh, exactly. It's like the whole 50K trade of things. Or some shit. Yeah. 50k for American and, like and then 50K 35 on, for yeah. European. 50,000 yeah. on my head is disrespect. <laughs> Do you guys remember the the film where um, it might be hostile or it was a different one, but it was specifically about this woman who was taken and put into a room and it's not room, um, but she was like chained up in 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 uh, in a room in a different country. Is it taken? It might be taken. I don't know. And then Liam Neeson is the dad? No, 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 no. It, it's <laughs> more indie in like, it might be made by like a German or, or a European, you know, director or something like that. I remember it. Or maybe it was just that's where they were taken or something like that. Mm. Like what? I don't think it was taken. Taken's really old. This was old, but like. No, Taken's like. Taken's not that old. I don't even remember when the first Taken was. Like 2010? I remember this one being much more, like, 
I don't know, not American. Hmm. Well, I'm going to need you some know? more details from you. So while you're thinking of that, I have a story for you guys. Give me a story for me. Um, last night, something happened to me. What happened, James? So Lauren and I, we made some delicious chicken wings for oh, dinner. No. <laughs> Shit. And that's it, man. <laughs> that's the story. Um, so we've been going crazy with the air fryer lately, right? <sighs> air fryer is air fryer is amazing. Um, so we air fried the chicken wings with some lemon pepper, did some lemon pepper wings. Uh, delicious. I had about 18 of them. Um, it's too many wings. Nothing like eating 18 wings and nothing else. <laughs> That's my whole dinner. And then afterwards, I was really, well, there's a new season of The Circle on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Circle. Mm-mm. Love The Mm-mm. Circle. It's a great thing to binge watch. It's like a reality show based on like so there's like i think eight contestants and they each are like in a in a little apartment and they can only interact with each other via the circle which is like this social media thing that's on oh, their screens oh i did yeah, yeah, yeah. see some of that yeah. it's great i love it it's so like fun like a social media competition like whoever ends up being the most popular like wins like 100k oh yeah i saw some of that so yeah. there's a new season of that so we were like dope let's watch that um but i'm really gonna want some dessert if we're gonna get into this show because i want to i want to be gluttonous while i'm watching this show so we don't have any sweets in the house, so I ordered some, uh, some Cold Stone, which I love. Cold Stone Creamery. Love Cold Stone. Cold Stone. Yum, 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 mm-hmm. yum, 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 yum. That's a yum, yum ice cream for sure. Just gluttonous, the highest fat content of any ice cream on earth. Um, Straight So fat. when I get Cold Stone, I like to be a little extra. So I got the biggest size that they have, which is the gotta have yes, it. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. There's a cup about this big. <laughs> oh, good God. Filled to the brim. Poof. Even more on top. I got cake batter ice cream with double Reese's peanut butter cups mixed in. And so I get that and I eat it in record timing. Yes, you did. I eat it. You? I ate it in about three minutes. Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> so I ate it in record timing and in equally record timing. I feel the effects Bad. of it inside. Yeah. Because um, as I've gotten older, I realized, you know, as I'm sure, I think a lot of people realize this as they get older, you know, you, you become a little bit lactose intolerant. You know, you become a little bit more sensitive yeah. to dairy, yeah. especially like yes, cream and milk and ice cream and stuff. Cheese isn't that bad. Cheese is dope. I love cheese. Um, I love Cheez-Its. I love Cheez-Its. <laughs> um, so I eat it so fast and I'm feeling it. And I, and I, I feel like the pressure and the gurgle in my stomach, and I'm like, "Oh mm-hmm. fuck!" And I and I and I, I feel a fart coming on, so I let the fart out, oh, and then right the after fart. the fart comes out, I feel just picture this is Ooh. this is my my this Sister. is my exit hole. Okay, where's your uh, where's the entry hole? <laughs> where's the entry wound? And I feel just wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Leon, so here's the exit. Leon, I love you. I, I feel close enough that we can have these conversations, <laughs> and I feel this this intense this rush. I feel I feel pressure at the floodgates. Yeah. yeah. And I go, okay, pause, Lauren. I need to go to the bathroom. Lauren, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Lauren, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna say it. I feel like I can be honest. I don't have to hide myself and censor myself in front yeah. of you guys. No, don't censor yourself I had, in front of us guys. I had, <laughs> I had. Doo-doo in the pants? I had biblical plague level diarrhea. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. Dude. Instantly. Like less than two minutes after I finished eating that ice cream. Like a poop wow. that's not your choice. It's not my choice. It was an emergency. No. Like No, it was written in the stars a yeah. miles away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was written in stone. It was it was foreseen. Yeah, this was actually on the Declaration of Independence that this would happen to James. <laughs> it was written on the Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thou shalt shit James's pants. <laughs> but that's a commandment to everyone. Everyone has to shit my pants. <laughs> People are really... So that happened, it, and um, boy, I, I, as quickly as it came upon me, it was gone. You know, I took mm. care of business, and I was fine. Aw, that's so sad. Yeah, I know, I really was like... <laughs> You know, you missed it. I missed it. It's like, you know, you don't know what you have until it's gone. <laughs> I feel like I lost a piece of me, man. <laughs> so that was my night last night. But thankfully, right afterwards, I was fine. I got it all out. And but boy, wow. like just the the time. Boy, oh boy. During this whole experience was a matter Damn, of girl. ice cream came here, transferred it to a bowl, wolf that shit yeah. down. Unfortunate. It fucking did a number on me. I let it out. Dude, and yeah. I'm fine. Five minutes. It had its yeah. way with you, dude. It had its way with you, man. It, it, it kind of. It fucked and chucked you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It entered and exited, and it, it's it's going to feel bad about it later, I think, when it's sitting there being like, <laughs> James. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. So, yeah, that I was, was my night last night. <laughs> That's incredible, man. That's incredible. I mean, my... I, I also have a story to share, and, uh, you know, you won't be able to fully enjoy it now, um, but... I got a haircut about a week ago, and um, and you had diarrhea. God, I hope I hope she doesn't hear this. No, but I I got a haircut from long hair to way too short, and it was the worst haircut I've had in ten years. That I was literally depressed for a night. I couldn't believe I feel it. That. It was it looked no, but it was like it was like she she she's given me several great cuts, and then this was like, oh my God, it's like a and I feel so bad saying this, it's like a child was handed scissors and it was done. And I can't believe she let it go and thought it looked good. It looked like you would have laughed your ass off. So I had to get it fixed and now it's fixed and it looks good. But I couldn't fucking believe it, man. It ruined, it ruined 48 hours for me. It stripped me yeah. of my confidence and I was like, I, I looked in the mirror and I didn't even see me. I looked in the mirror and I was like, I look so fucking bad. This is not a haircut. What happened? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, and I, I, I kept asking everyone. I was like, what, what happened? What did she fucking do to me? How could she th- go like, and done? Wow. It was, <laughs> it was that bad, dude, oh. that y- no one would look at the haircut and go, oh, that's good. Was it like this is- not ideal lighting? Maybe was she cutting, no, and it was kind of like... She was like- talking a lot. She was talking a lot the whole time. She also fucked up Steve's hair, too. Oh, no. His hair's... Like, I got the worst of it, but Steve's hair's kind of fucked, too. Um, oh, no. Steve doesn't have a perm anymore? He does have a perm, but it was, it's all like straight chopped cut. It looks like, it's as if we cut our own hair. Wow. Like, and, oh, and cut it a lot yeah. with fucking oh, no. scissors in the mirror. Um, and I feel really bad saying that because she has killed it so many times, but it was just so god awful. But I still tipped her. Well, yeah. Oh, do you think it's because of uh, just lack of practice during pandemic I, days? Or? Well, she's done so well. It, it was unbelievable. It was like as if she's never cut hair before. Yeah. So I don't I mean, know if she was distracted like having a, a bad bike, day. Like even if you don't do it for a long yeah. time, you still get it. I think so. that's how it is normally. That's why I, I had all the confidence in the world. And I normally yeah. was, I was like, I was like, okay, I like the sides to come over my eyes here. And it would, then it ended up up here. Yeah. Do, do you think so it was just like 
upset with you or Stevie? No, or? no, no, no. She was laughing and having a good time, and we were She's having like, a great time. Yeah, and everything. It looks She's gonna great. be upset with me now. <laughs> She's gonna be upset with me now, and I mean no ill will. It's just I, I wasn't mad. Well, you're not I was saying just their like, name, man. It's fine. Right, What's I know. Her, but what's if it their gets name? Back to her, her name. Well, ask me her name. I'll tell you her name. I'm not making this up. No, I mean, if if she, this did get to her, I apologize for even saying this. But this this is what we talk about. We talk about our lives and our and what goes on in our lives on this podcast a lot of the time. Right. And it was, I just hope that that never happens again. And I don't think I'll ever get a haircut by this person again. Hey, now. bro. I mean, I've been there, man. Oh, wow. I've gotten bad haircuts before, and I've been absolutely livid to the point where I not only switched barbers but moved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Embarrassed, couldn't let anyone see yeah. you anymore. It was so that it was, bad. But but she's done a great job beforehand. So just this one time, and you don't want her as barber anymore. Because it was so so bad. Because it, it was sense. like now I now I can't trust her. Now I can't go in and be yeah. like, hey, you did a bad job last time. Like it was yeah. like, oh my god, this is a different person cutting my hair. It was right. so like I know you can't even imagine it. But it was so so bad that I was like. Uh, this person can never touch my hair again. Right. You, Which sucks you because she was so good. Give her the feedback. Maybe just let her know. I'm terrified. I'm too. I don't want to upset her. I don't want to make her feel bad. Her. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Sometimes ghosting is the best thing to do. And it's like we usually reach out to her to come cut multiple people's hair. So now it's just like I'm just not going to reach out. And if I don't think anybody is now. Yeah, because they all saw. Wow. wow. I mean, yeah, and all experienced it themselves. Yeah. You know. So I mean, I know that wasn't the most exciting story in the world, but it's. It really affected me, and I wanted to let For you guys sure. know. Yeah, Leon, you got to let that out. You know, I'm human, just, too. I'm human, too. It's you know? just very interesting how all of a sudden, everyone on this one time, just bad haircuts all that's of a what. That's literally what my biggest question was. I, I was accepting how terrible I looked, and that was hard enough. You know what I mean? Just to have your, all your confidence stripped from you. And then I was in awe. I was like quiet the whole night, and I was like, what happened? How did this happen? How could this happen? How... Did she like what she ended with? Maybe she didn't care. Maybe she, was she drunk? Was she high? Was she, you know? But like, even that still, will forever be a mystery. Like I feel like if it's if it's your your profession and something that you do all the time, even if you're like a little drunk or a little high, like I feel like you'd still be able to do it. It's not well, like trying that, a brand that new that thing. That also cuts my hair. Got, we, we did it drunk and colored it. I dyed it again. <laughs> and we would get drunk and fucking have the hair done there too and it would be amazing yeah. every time so it's just a mystery <laughs> that I will never get the answer to no. of course unless I talk to her about it but I'm too uh, afraid of confrontation to do that right so it's just a mystery I'm gonna have to die uh, leave to my grave yeah well what if you did tell her and she said something like her mom died or something would you feel bad after that yeah would you feel bad I would feel bad but then I would also think you still have a responsibility to a not cut my hair, dude. You B, don't even let her off the hook. She had a death in no, the family. No, you don't let that. her off the hook. <laughs> I would let her off the hook to her, so that it was her conscience felt cleared. But then I would still never get a haircut from her. Right, again. and that's fine. You know what? You yeah, don't have any responsibility yeah. to do that. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, whatever happened, it's not your responsibility. Whatever happened to make her right. give bad haircuts. I empathize heavily, but you no longer have my business because it's still. I'm paying to get a haircut. You know what I mean? There's trust there. And I can't get a haircut from someone knowing that it could literally ruin the next three weeks of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. dramatic. But like literally, I, I like if my hair looks good I, and I'm wearing clothes I like, I feel good that day. I feel confident in myself. Um, it, it's such totally. a big part of my confidence for some reason. Same. And 
if my hair looks terrible like that, I literally feel like a shill of my fucking life. I'm just like unconfident and feel really insecure. And like, I can't walk around all day feeling constantly obsessively insecure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I have to take it in my own hands and remove that possibility from my future. Well, you yeah, know what? And you did take um, a couple people like to her for the first time that one time, right? That she's cut all of our hair several she times had- and done a fantastic job to the point where I've recommended her to other people. And now I'm like, it's game over. I it's even think over, you baby. recommended her to me. To you. Yeah. And, and I would have prior to this yeah, incident. And I, and I, the only reason I didn't do it is because I already have a great um, yeah, barber. Yeah, yeah. Over at Floyd's. And she was pretty affordable and she's a good time. Like, yeah. she's wonderful. It's just now, it's like, you know, it's just not there. Hey, you know what? It's, not it's all good, man. Just, I've sad. I've sad about, I've sad about it. I'm sitting about it and I'm sitting and wallowing in it. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm moving forward. Well, yeah, it looks great now. Take a change sometimes. It's like shower, every but, seven yeah. years you have to change your skincare product, you know? Yeah. You right. have to change your barber. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of skincare, so I need to get some more soap. I'm out of soap. I've been using uh, yeah. Dr. Sh- Dr. Sh- I was about to say Dr. Scholl's, the like foot pads. No, Dr. Squatch. Dr. Bronner? <laughs> Squatch. Dr. Okay. Squatch, which is like that. You've probably seen like Instagram ads about it and stuff like that. It's like the natural like bars of soap and their, their like oh, I did logo I did is like the, yeah. the Sasquatch and stuff. So I did like an Instagram um, deal with them, like a story thing with them over the summer. And I got three bars that were like great. And I love them because they're more like natural, like kind of like musky smells versus yeah. like perfumey like any body wash mm-hmm. you'd buy like old spice and shit like that um and i really like that my my kind of like my sense that i've kind of acquired yeah, and, and changed stinky, yeah. um <laughs> are more like natural like i i like using essential oils and things like that mm. um like i got hot. this nice little blend right here um that i use just you know what i mean yeah, um, yeah, versus yeah. like some cologne um, I'm a cologne guy. I like cologne too, and I actually really like the one that you have. You smell fucking great every time I see you. Oh, and when I embrace you, you, I fucking. Oh, dude! Uh, dude he's like, thank you, dude. That it cut out halfway. It was like, <sighs> yeah. I was like wondering what was happening during that pause. I, love the game. Like, I was just, I fell anything. asleep for a second. That was my bad, you guys. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I'm out. Like my last bar of soap is like a speck, like that thick and like this big little piece of soap. And I'm trying to make it last as long as I can because I have to get some more. Yeah. I have a bottle of Dove that's left over in my shower that I used before, but I don't want to go back on that shit, man. All the fucking chemicals in there. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Fucking, it's got yeah. all that bullshit. Now, I, I want to circle back a little bit here, Leon, because I don't know a ton about um, your career and where, where you come from career-wise and where you started and where you're going. And I would love to hear sure. a little bit about how you got started in your career, you know, how you got to this point and, and where you're headed. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people ask me if I have, like, you know, a fashion background because uh, when I first started Sharp, it was a fashion company. Um, and, um, you know, did I go to fashion school or anything like that? And I said, no, not, not really. It's not anything like that. Um, that, uh, is, is, you know, your standard route of education or experience. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I actually performed as a drag king before I transitioned to male. 
Cool. Um, I performed a lot of masculinity on stage as a drag king, and I was part of two drag king troops. One was called the Lost Boys, and that was in my early 20s. And then cool. later in my early 30s, I performed in one called the Beauty Kings, um, which is part of this really cool uh, queer variety show. Mm-hmm. Um called uh bent um and it Mm. it had it was a great show that happened like maybe once a quarter and everybody from the community in la would come out and watch it um and through uh performing as a drag king that's how i learned to fashion masculinity like Mm, even like just the way like clothes fits on somebody who um was female assigned at birth or female body like how do you make your you know, uh, upper body look more masculine. So there was like a lot of cut off muscle tank tops to show off your shoulders. Um, you know, uh, facial hair and all of that stuff. And just Mm -hmm, like understanding mm -hmm. angles, um, yeah. In bodies. It's like, if you think of your body, like, um, like a sculpture and then you're building an additional piece of sculpture around it, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that's how I got got to complement it. in. in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, uh, there's a way, the same way that you would masculinize a person's physique, you can go reverse and and feminize too. So Mm -hmm. we've like suited a lot of folks who suit a lot of people who are non-binary, gender non-conforming, trans. Mm -hmm. We've uh, suited Laverne Cox before, Aiden Dowling, Leo Shang from The L Word. Uh, Leo. Leo's awesome, yeah. And Love and Leo. if you guys come and watch our premiere of the music videos that me and James and Clay worked on uh, at the Mixtape Capsule on April 28th, then you'll get to see Leo as one of the, um, casted as a romantic interest. Cool. Yeah, Leo, yeah. Yeah. Well, very well known for being uh, one of the main characters in the L Word Generation Q. I don't mm. know if anybody out there, any of our listeners watch that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited for that. Premiere April twenty eighth. Um, it's at one p.m. Pacific PST. time, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. One p.m. Pacific time. Tune in. Whether uh, if, if you want to register for the VIP screening, my um, Instagram has a link in the bio. Leon's Instagram has a link in the bio. I'll throw that um, bitch in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll link yeah. all that stuff in the description yeah. as well for sure. Um, and obviously, can continue promoting it like nonstop. Um, I'm so excited for that. I think mm-hmm. it's just going to be like an amazing experience. It's going to be like so. It reminds me of like when we did the woods and when we premiered it it's at the time, theater. You know, you know, it's it's like, but just being able to see something you've worked on for so long mm-hmm. presented, you know, it's yeah. like an amazing feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then Ashley Marie Preston's going to be hosting um, the premiere too, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we all love her. Uh, she's got a, a lot of great messages uh, in regard to, you know, trans lives and Black Lives Matter. Um, yeah, just all the shit that we've going through in the past year, like this this work that we've been doing that's coming to fruition on April 28th, True Colors Day, is directly kind of like, you know, combating all of the injustices that we've been dealing yeah. with that, that have been swept under the rug but come out have come out over the past year. Um, So yeah, super excited. And it's just very excited. I got to work with you. Um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, these are way beyond music videos. These are like the, the crew so professional, like it's very cinematic, you know, uh, the way it's done, like the production value is like way beyond, you know, it just reminds me of like eighties music videos, like how they used Mm -hmm. to put so much care and story into those videos. But now 
like with today's technology, it's going to be a whole new level. I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, music videos used to be like, you know, equivalent to a film because like, you know, in the in the 80s, especially like to to make a film, it was still all shot in film. It was still like this whole process you had to do. But like as times moved on and more into like modern times, like shooting a music video can be really easy with a, a minimal crew technology. And, and things are so much more accessible. Like, and that's kind of what a trend has become in music videos are just these very simple things. Um, but it was an awesome experience to like, you know, plot out a story, have a whole concept, like produce everything properly, you know, and, and, and put it all together. It, it was like, like I said, you know, it was a huge creative outlet for me too, being able to like help each artist tell these stories that they wanted to tell and like working mm -hmm. with each artist mm -hmm. and having them be involved creatively in the uh, conceptual things and like focus on the artist and telling their story and having their identity and everything shine through. Um, because like as a director, like it's helped me realize that like, you know, because up until now, a lot of things that I've worked on have been things that I've written or wit written with friends and things mm -hmm. like that that are more like kind of personal things to me. So being able to work on projects that are personal to other people, you know, has given me that chance as a director to like put some, help put bring care into it as well, put care into it and yeah. like and 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 empathize with like their story, their identity and everything and get that out on the screen mm -hmm. and expressed in an awesome way. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to thank you guys both for having me on too, because that was so fun, man. Jumping into yeah. something that was an important project, and then even just work-wise, I, I really loved getting to jump into an area that was, you know, GNE, not my traditional spot, and just do it and just have a good time and, and work as hard as I can for something that was like important. It was just it felt cool. The energy on the set there, it was very like everyone knew, you know what I mean. This was a, a special thing that yeah. was happening and I, I'm really totally. grateful to have been a part of that yeah, yeah I'm very honored ahead. honored to work with both of you I mean you guys are such great podcast personalities but just like you know that one day at the French mansion even though you're just doing G&E kind of work you know but it's, just like how professional that, you know? that you guys yeah. like are with your work it's like you know um no matter what role it was just um yeah I just feel very honored to be able to have uh worked with you with, with you both any fucking Dude. time. Yeah. Any fucking time. Truly. We got to do that horror like, movie soon. Yes, dude. Yeah. I was just about to say, you know that like anything you want to make, I'm there 100%. And we're going to make it and it's going to be awesome. Like, yeah. I'm, and truly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw some love your way. Um, working with you this past year, it's been amazing because like not only has it been an amazing professional relationship, but it's, oh, my camera died. <laughs> Look at my face. Jesus. <laughs> no, you're still there. Wait, it moved. Nope, it's dead. Okay, it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. All right, let me screen. switch that. Let me switch so that real quick okay. and try to remember what I was saying. Throwing some love Leon's way. Video. Yep, 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 yep. Let me just uh, put my... Maybe so the little, camera pop, pop, doesn't pop. want want you to throw love my way. It was like... <laughs> I just want to throw some love Leon's like, way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, James. He's getting his little battery. It's been so fun. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. It's been, it's been great, dude. You know? Oh yeah. And I just remember like, um, me, you and, uh, my friend Jackson who owns the trans, um, black lives matter school bus. And we're just sitting in the school bus. We it had a little so break fun. and we're just like, just talking about stuff, you know, yeah. and tiny homes and yeah. I just, oh man. Like, 
all the random things that we learned from each other, you know, during yeah. this project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, truly. That yeah. was that was a, a a fruitful amount of information to be able to talk to Jackson about that because his yeah. life is so cool, man. Like I yeah. respect that so much, and it's terrifying the idea of jumping into that. But then when he's there, especially the the, the proper time and effort he he took to get to where he is living, you know, mobily like that, it was so calming and it was like, oh shit, like, yeah, this is like, th what he lives every day is this little piece of what I get when I go for a hike or something and, and you kind of, everything that doesn't matter really fades away and you're kind of sent to yourself and he lives yeah. that every day and you can tell it just by how he exudes himself and uh, yeah. it's so cool. It's so Completely. cool. Completely. It's a very Jackson's spiritual, awesome. he's really cool, really cool guy, good friend of mine, um, just has a lot of, you know, courage driving around in that truck everywhere yeah. he goes, right? Yeah. Because uh, on the windows, the, the windows are all tinted black in this school bus. Um, and, you know, on the windows it says black trans lives matter. <laughs> Yeah. Very mm -hmm. clearly in white chalk. And, you know, I mean, there's certain places sometimes he can't park overnight because of the messaging that he has on his on his school bus. Mm -hmm. um, but that to me is like that's true activism right there. You know, yeah. for sure. Facing it's, it's literal it's repercussion. You know what I mean? Like day it's to like day. the equivalence of getting that tatted on your on your skin, you know, mm -hmm. and wherever you go, you're, you're presenting that. Yeah. And that's that is very courageous, especially at a time where like. All these injustices, all these injustices have basically now they all have a spotlight on them, saying mm -hmm. like these are the problems, these this is what we need to focus on and fix. Mm -hmm. But then you have the opposition to that, people that are taking action against that. You know what I mean? Like so, it's it's extremely courageous. And Jackson is like an amazing person. Like you know when we hung out the other night, just like hearing all of his experiences and stuff like that, like. Oh Dude's yeah, crazy. <laughs> he's been through. He's done a lot. Yeah, just like he's been your, yourself as well. Yeah, we we've all got got you know our fair share of uh, I guess experiences, especially being trans. Like you go through some really interesting experiences, as yeah. you and I had mm -hmm. talked about. Mm -hmm. um, so right after transitioning, and 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 for a while, I wanted to go stealth and just pass and just be a dude. And, um, <laughs> you know, we mm -hmm, talk about mm -hmm. this all the time. Yeah. There's my first, I guess, man friend, um, was somebody that I worked with, you know, and, um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to go too much. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but you know, <laughs> no. it's like, there's, there's so many types of men that I could choose to be like good friends with. Right. And I'm yeah. just so happy mm -hmm. that I landed, uh, you know, kind of, uh, with, with you and your friends, super cool guys, like, completely you know even just working on this project just like uh how quickly you guys understand things like you may yeah. not know much about the trans culture lgbtq culture mm -hmm. um you might know some a little bit about poc culture but you know like every time there is an opportunity to talk about something new you guys just got it right away like mm -hmm. you know yeah certain i guess not just openness but a, a kind of intelligence that some people don't actually have you know mm -hmm. and that's a cool thing and when you're doing like work like this where you're crossing communities and and you know um crossing um uh you know color lines and things like that and you're just yeah. like mm -hmm. working at, uh towards a passionate cause and um that is also real great uh, activism right there 
you know, where you form like a connection or bond or people like yeah. outside your immediate co communities. And 100%. that's where, uh, you know, we get the most like, uh, uh, justices resolved. Um, yeah, you know, and that's what you need. Cause it's like only so much can happen within a community, but it, you know, but when it, connects with other communities and other communities are welcoming of it mm -hmm. then like that's and learning the, the, and, and, and yeah. learning exactly like from a place of like honesty and genuineness mm -hmm. wanting to learn and, and accept that's when the true like connection and and, and 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 the movement in itself like that's the the root of it is it's yeah people learning and and changing and and, and accepting and and you know and, and justice in, in a lot of ways coming to fruition and you know, that there's, these are little steps towards that. Yeah. yeah. And, and truly like I was, I wasn't very familiar or knowledgeable about the trans community before getting to know you so well and, and working with you and, and Jayla and other, you know, artists and influencers and creators that we've worked with. And I feel I'm thankful that I've had this chance to like, just learn and, but not mm -hmm. learn through like, research learn through relationship mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know and i think mm -hmm. that's like the best way to learn these things is just forming genuine genuine bonds and relationships with people in different yeah. communities because then you like you're you know you, you're down on the ground with people you're in it you know you 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 learn from experience mm -hmm. um and, and it's so valuable versus like which i think it's important to read and to research and and learn those things but I find it difficult for me to read. Yeah, James isn't been <laughs> just able to like read. Yeah, I haven't years. been able to read for years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he hit his head but just like for me, I think it's more beneficial. Yeah. It's definitely more beneficial for me to learn that way. Working with people, I I thrive mm -hmm. in collaborative kind of environments, um, whether it's creative or just whatever. Mm -hmm. um, being with people face to face, talking, getting to know each other, like listening, yeah, sharing human my interaction is and like, stuff. It's so vital. Like yeah. that's, that's the what best I think way to so learn many for sure. People are missing like people that, you know, I don't want to call out anybody, but people that are part of groups that are less accepting, less open. Right. It, it all comes down to not only obviously prejudices from generations of, of mm -hmm. prejudice, but the, the lack of kind of diversity in people that they know and that mm -hmm. they're willing to, to know. Cause like if you, if someone is like prejudiced against a group of people, chances are they aren't friends with or know any people from those groups that they're prejudiced right. against. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but give yourself the chance to do that, to get to know this person and you're not, cause you can realize like, Oh, easily I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, you know I, what I, mean? I know from growing up in a small town in Canada that same thing, we were not, you know, diversified and subjected to diversity growing up because there was maybe like 99.8% of people were white where I grew up and in a small yeah. town and like a little bit like country. So like you can imagine how many kids are growing up in, in a situation where they just don't, they just don't have diversity in, in, in their world at all. So like, yeah. I'm really grateful to have just been out and about in the world and exposed to all sorts of different cultures and communities to be able to learn and understand things as much as I can this far. You know what I mean? I'm still learning yeah. and growing and stuff, but yeah, it's, I get that. That's exactly it. It's them not being subjected to anything other than what they know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting, though, because um, you guys just automatically get it. You know, I mean, uh, sure, there's a lot of allies out there that claim, oh, you know, 
well, you know, I grew up in a, a white town and so it's going to take some time. And there are friends of mine where um, it does take time for them to understand mm-hmm. things. Um, but you guys just get it, you know, <laughs> and, um, Thanks, I don't know. I just think that it, <laughs> it's just because, you know, I know like James doesn't like to read. Otherwise I would have like given, given him like 10 books as a reference. Right, to right, read right, right, right. Before. <laughs> Can't read. They would have had no effect on me. I would have been looking at the pages and been like, what is this? I don't know what, what these mean? marks are. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know if uh, James told you clay, but right before uh jailish shoot in the French mansion where we all met that day. Um, I asked him, hey, can you just um, a little bit of homework um, and Nick, mm-hmm. too, if, if he has time, because it's important. It's angles on shooting trans women. That that is really mm. important. You just check out episode one and two of Pose, which mm. is a television series that na- now on Netflix. Great, great storytelling. Also yeah. about the 80s. Um, but he watched uh, episode one and two. And uh, now, you know, he loves the whole got series. Hooked. He can, yeah, <laughs> got yeah, hooked. Yeah. Um, and it really was just, a, you know, yeah, when when women and girls, like, they take selfies and stuff, it's always like angling mm-hmm. the camera or the phone, like, up, you know, mm-hmm. downward to the moon. For trans women, it's a little bit different. It's almost like um, if you're face on, but then tilt a little bit lower. So mm. you kind of have this yeah, like a slight, slight low slightly angle. revered, um, you know, perspective. And then that's like, so was, interesting. Yeah. We're talking about it afterwards and, you know, James and Nick just got it right away. And James mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you know, kind of like Joan of Arc. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. it's like with trans women, um, it, it's historically, they've done so much for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the reasons why we have um, pride festivals these days because yeah. of what mm-hmm. they did, you know, um, uh, uh, back on Christopher Street in New York, you know, back in the day, um, the protest, the protest led to these pride festivals. And it's so it's it's kind of like um, there is a little bit of like martyr dumb there, you know. And so that kind of angle and also it it catches like, you know, the angle of the neck a little bit better, feminizes in a different way, you know, so. Right. It's being portrayed how they want to be portrayed and and to to show, I I would assume, I guess, to to portray how they feel and, and how they want to to feel right. Like to find to not do the opposite, find angles that exactly just do the opposite that's very interesting because that's something that i imagine most filmmakers don't even think about yeah yeah so no but yeah i mean right when you like suggested that and and i watched it and i and like that was the perfect recommendation because obviously you know one show isn't gonna teach you everything about you know how to how to shoot trans people or, or drag queens or anything like that but like that as far as just a little bit of homework on my end like I, I understood it enough to kind of take that and then elaborate and like mm-hmm. learn from experience from doing it and shooting it and stuff like that. Um, and it, it, it's interesting cause it's, it's almost like, you know, how you were saying it all started with trans women, you know, like the mm-hmm. whole movement, all the pride festivals started with trans women and it's, it's, it's very heroic mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's so interesting. It's very yeah. like it, it's, it's like a like, hero shot, like not an exaggerated like version, shot. but it, it accomplishes something maybe subconsciously. Yeah. Like the standard similar. shot is like is very heroic, and I, and I love that. Yeah. And, it, and it also, I mean, for a music video, like and especially the story we had and everything with Jayla and how Jayla already has this energy. And yeah, totally. Like, is she's so like 
just intense owns, in the best way. Owns it. Yeah. 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 Dude, I love working with Jayla so much. Yeah. I already yeah. really want it. Every, every oh time God. I talk to Jayla, I'm always like, Jayla, I fucking love you. I can't wait to work Jayla with you. Jayla was the shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. So talented. Oh, my Crazy God. Crazy talented. Because, like, we'd be getting ready for a take, and, like, we'd have it set up, and I'd be like, how you feeling, Jayla? And, she's, and she'd be like, good, good. Like, I'm, I'm feeling good. And then, like, <laughs> just, so but just, like, yeah. kind of chill. Yeah. And then, like, we'd call action, and she'd be like, yeah. Like, yeah. It was crazy performance. It was so and, cool. and, like, one take. And yeah. I'm just there behind the monitor, like... Yeah, there was, was a, a time. Concert. Do you remember Leon when, when after a shot was got, um, yeah. James was like, "Fuck yeah!" Screams. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that, dude. That, I love like so fucking directing a scene and being so hyped up that like what I'm seeing on the monitor and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even like. This is uh, every- all like you. You know what I mean? Like Jayla, this is all you. I couldn't like. I, I do my best to put you in like a little bit of a headspace, but you're bringing it like tenfold which yeah. is fucking crazy yeah um, you know, it was amazing i remember that 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 time when yeah it was like like just every single take was like at being at a concert so i can't wait for people to see <laughs> yeah. it yeah and i remember like you have like no filter and so it's good that you're actually a good guy because if you're an asshole right it would just come it would just right come through. out yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was, uh, I can't wait for the rest of the world to kind of see, you know, whoever is listening here and wants to attend on April 28th, um, it, you know, just seeing all the cuts, like it's done so well. People are so excited about it. Mm-hmm. Not just Jayla's video, but the, the, the other two as well. They're completely different, very mm-hmm. different and, um, yeah, which shot is great. in a I completely different way. Um, you know, one looks very much like um, a short in a curated program, you know. Mm. Jayla's is probably more like a music video, but also it's got some theatrics to it, too. It's very cinematic, mm-hmm. um, you know, very much kind of American Horror Story vibe slash yes. thriller. Um, mm-hmm. Totally. Then, I was definitely getting thriller vibes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know, the last cut <laughs> with that hair... Yeah, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but I, you know, you're bringing your full game to this, even though they're music videos. And, you know, I think the whole crew thought this whole time, they're really actually not just music videos. They're just, um, in a sense, remember I was talking about sculpting fashion on people's bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. doing a certain way, it, it, it almost felt like, you know, expanding now Sharp House inter- Entertainment and working with talented crew uh, with you guys. We were doing essentially the same thing that we would do with a custom suit, you know, but through entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's like providing the right package around somebody. That's why these videos are so different because they very much are of an essence of the vocal artist who's being, uh, who's performing them. And we really did work and cater to fit these videos to their personalities, to how they uh, identify. And so that was super cool. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And like, especially the comparison there, you know, between sharp suiting with fashion and then sharp house now with entertainment, like it, that's a hundred percent accurate. And, and I think that that speaks volumes to you continuing to, you know, express yourself in that same way of wanting mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like now moving into this different area with entertainment, it being like the core is still there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that's, that's amazing. Um, I'm stoked. April 28th, everybody. Um, I think we're good. I mean, let, let's wrap this up because we, we, we've gone on for 17 hours. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I even had about coffee. I have 17, eight, 17 18 hours, yeah. 17, 18 hours. Imagine <laughs> a podcast, 18 hours. 3,000 ads on it on YouTube by default. <laughs> yeah, there would easily. That'd be bank, though. That'd be You'd bank. Be hell of money. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, real quick, thank you to our sponsor for this episode, DoorDash. Um, thank you, DoorDash. For sponsoring this episode. Um, yeah, Leon, thank you so much, man, for being on, on Beyond the It's been a Pine. pleasure. It, thank like you we've, guys you know, we've so been wanting much. to do I it for a while. Guys. Love, love you too, you, bro. Absolutely. Can't wait for all the things we're going to be doing together in the future. It's I can't wait for all the things us three are going to do together. I can't wait. Super yes, dope. you are <laughs> going to be there. I'll be there. I'll yeah. be whatever you need. I'm there. 100%, dude. Always. Oh, I just got a calendar message. <laughs> oh, we have to shoot the podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Leon. Oh, no. Uh, Leon, we got to go. <laughs> just before we go here, too, I just want to let everybody know, for our Sugar Pine fans, uh, I released another song with Whales Talk. Yes. It's called Can't Be Love, featuring the Rex. Um, and thank you guys so much for streaming it. It's, it's doing really well, and I couldn't be more excited. Um, and, and there's a lyric video coming out maybe today, which would be yesterday for you. So if you don't know, check it out. I That's awesome, dude. Finish, I'm going to link all that shit, too. Fuck yeah. You know it. I put the, I'm going to put the wrong link. Please with the wrong link. But that's all oh, yeah. I got. Whale stock, baby. And Leon, that's thank so you so stoked. much for, for having me a part of such a special project and for being on our podcast. I would love to have you on again. I feel like there's oh, so yeah. much more for us to talk about, about you and your yeah. career and, and everything. I, I, and I would Absolutely. love to have you on again sometime. You know? yeah. yeah, I'm no totally doubt. down. Thank you so much. I so love, like, of course. And, and it's cool, too, um, because, you know, when Kib and I have guests, they're usually people in a similar kind of career. You know, they're YouTubers mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. they're, or they're people that are like kind of in our realm of, of creators and stuff like that. So it feels really refreshing to have a guest on that is not in that realm, you mm -hmm. know, like that is part of a different community, a different career and bring all that insight. And, you know, and it excites me because we should get more guests like that. Yeah. Just yeah. Not like our friends that are also right, YouTubers right, right. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is still great. And we're going to continue to do that. But just like expanding that, that um, repertoire of right. guests. Bye-bye, Joe Rogan. Bye-bye, really Joe Rogan. Yeah, bye, Joe Rogan. We're going <laughs> to have Elon Musk on. Clay and James now. We're going to tank fucking Elon Musk's stocks, man. Let's go Dogecoin, everyone. Fuck, let's raise Dogecoin. <laughs> let's go Dogecoin. Let's go. Come on, <laughs> guys. We got to get Dogecoin up by yesterday by the time this podcast is out. Yeah, I'm going to log on right now. Dude, it's up to yeah. 34. No way. Let me check. Oh. $34. We're oh. up 10,000%. I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Leon, thank you so much, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. We love you, dude. Um, we'll have love you on you again soon. real soon. Love you, Leon. Real quick, March, March, April 28th. <laughs> March 28th, everybody. <laughs> April 28th, yeah, 1 p.m. <laughs> Pacific time. Um, True Colors Day. Check out that mm -hmm. whole day. They've mm -hmm. got content, their whole event that they're doing for True Colors United. Um, a lot of ways to donate to True Colors, which again is fighting to help um, youth home and youth homelessness in the LGBTQ community. It's a very important cause and it's awesome. And we're we're so stoked to be part of it. Um, check it out. Check out our panel. We're gonna have all of our videos premiering. It's gonna be amazing. And you know, we'll both be follow Leon. Leon, what's mm -hmm. your socials? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just at Leon Elias, E-L-I-A-S, Wu, W-U. One yeah. word. Yeah. All yeah. six different words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My full name. But yeah. yeah. My full follow Leon. You guys already follow us, um, but we'll hopefully. be promoting it and everything. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this has been a great yeah. podcast. I love you guys.
We'll see you guys next week, Leon. Thank you so much. Take care. See you next week, Thank you, Clay. Bye, James. Bye.